0: Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough.
1: We're continuing in our conversation, and forgive me, dear listener, I've got a bit of a cold, and I'm sorry for the impact on your ears. Uh, We're continuing in our conversation and delighted to be doing so with Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. Uh, His latest book is The Mastery of Self, and we've heard a bit about his path, not only his relationship with his father and sort of coming back to the work of his father and the Toltec wisdom path of the eagle lineage, if I'm saying that correctly, but also that it was all started by his grandmother who was following in the uh, footsteps of generations before her. Um, Just before the break, I I talked about how accessible the work is, and yet one of the most powerful pieces of this piece of work is around the notions of love. Are you willing to speak to that for a bit, Of especially the notion of conditional versus unconditional love?
0: Sure. Um, Well, my father father always taught me that uh, the opposite of love is not hate or anger. Hate and anger are just the instruments by which we implement the the real opposite of love, which is love. The opposite of love is love. To simplify it is the opposite of unconditional love is conditional love. The conditional love, in, in our point of view, in our tradition, is the result of domestication. Domestication is a system of reward and punishment by which we model the behavior of an individual. If they live up to the expectation, they get the reward. And if they don't live up to the expectation, they get the punishment. And since part of our perception is through this emotional body that we perceive through our emotions, then that reward feels like acceptance, which feels like love. And that punishment feels like rejection, which is the lack thereof of love and It's the way we've learned conditional love. Mm-hmm. For example, let, uh, let me take myself as an example. Uh, my name is Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. I take things. I don't take things personally. I don't make assumptions. I always do my best. I uh, <gasps> I forgot the fourth agreement. Oh no! <laughs> How can I call myself Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. if I don't know the four agreements? Uh, and it turns out to be the be impeccable with the word, but you can hear the in the downward spiral of of. of the diatribe of self-judgment kick in and the punishment for not living up the expectation because domestication says if you want to be worthy of love, you have to be perfect, which is to be free of any flaw and to live the four agreements in order to be Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. You'll have to always be living it. And if I fall short, oh no, the fifth agreement, be skeptical, but learn to listen. You can already hear that rejection. So, my love is conditional in living up to being that image of Domingo Ruiz Jr. And you can say that without domestication, I corrupt the four agreements and turn them into the four conditions of my personal freedom where I use them to domesticate myself, which is to become something I am not, to become something that I, a model, an image by which I will model this domestication. And if I live up to the expectation Like Don Quixote, who, in order for him to be worth the name Don Quixote, he will see giants. Because if he sees windmills, then he is Alonso Quijano, the the real truth, his real name. But he prefers the illusion, so he will see giants. And because he had a moment of clarity where the windmill hit him, and Don Sancho Panza goes up to him and says, Don Quixote, Don Quixote, are you okay? What's the matter with you? Those aren't giants. They're windmills. And Don Quixote says to him, Ah, Sancho, how naive you are. Don't you know that my arch nemesis, the magician, turned these giants into windmills just to make me look bad? (laughs) And from there on, every time he sees a windmill, he knows that those are giants turned into, by the magician, into a windmill. A giant into a windmill. So conditional love, the result of it is that it only wants to see what it wants to see. It doesn't see life as is. It only wants to see life only if it lives up to its expectation. And if it doesn't, it'll punish it and reject it until it lives up to it. It, It's that spur that motivates us to become something we are not. And most of us use that to motivate someone to become something. But at the other end is that, at the other part of this domestication, is that we subjugate our will, that our yes and our no, is subjugated to that that model. So, we, at that point, we lose free will because we express this will to create and continue that illusion, mm-hmm. as opposed to unconditional love, which is the willingness to see life as is, to to see life without the filter. So, in, in Don Quixote's example, he's willing to accept that those are windmills and to accept himself. Uh, what, someone asked me once, when did we lose sight of our authentic self? And the answer is quite simple. The moment we prefer the illusion or the lie over the truth. And that's what the conditional love is. We prefer the illusion or the lie. Unconditional love is to accept the truth, to be willing to see the truth, to be willing to perceive life as is and to perceive myself as I am. And what motivates me to create there is the fact that I am alive. At this moment, I am alive to create and go in any direction in life. What do I want to create? And that answer comes not because of this image that we want to create for ourselves. Is that I accept this is who I am and this is point A. And whatever whatever direction I want to head, that's going to be point B. And I'm going to enjoy the whole journey from point A to point B in that manifestation, as opposed to conditional love, only will be willing to accept love only when they reach point B. And that's, and that will only be for like four or 15 minutes before you decide to point C is the real true place, kind of like running a marathon. You know, if you run a marathon and your goal was to run it in three hours and 30 minutes and you run it in that time, and you say, but now I have to run it in three hours. It it's a, It's a motivator that no longer accept, doesn't allow me to accept who I am at this very moment, only to live up to that expectation, whereas unconditional love, the whole point of it is to enjoy who I am at this very moment, to accept who I am and become aware that a flaw only exists because I agree with it. There's no such thing as a flaw in the world, in nature. It only exists in the human mind, and it's only by agreement, in the same way that a word has a meaning a flaw is defined by a meaning, just like beauty and love. So from that point of view, unconditional love is the willingness to see myself as I am, to no longer pretend to be something I am not. And to me, that's what the mastery of self is, to become aware that this is who I am, and only I only control to the tips of my own fingers, and that's the most liberating thing that can come, happen, because that makes me a co-creator with life. So... I say yes to what I want to say yes to, and I say no to the things I want to say no to, and I can go in any direction of life because I'm alive.
1: It strikes me that we're all then subject, uh, subjected as we grow up to this domestication that you're speaking of, yeah?
0: Yeah, you can say that that someone taught our parents or someone taught our teachers that, mm-hmm. and, and we Continue that cycle. So, an example with my father. In the beginning of the show, my father at the beginning he taught me in that cycle, and as he began to shed it, he he let go of that cycle. And just life teaches us through the consequences of our actions, action reaction. So it's it's a uh, life domesticates us in a totally different way. It's not a chasing an elusive carrot. It's what. What consequence do you want to achieve? What consequence do you want to obtain? Which is totally different than unconditional love, that in order to create something, you have to live up to this image. Whereas unconditional love you create because this is the starting point and this is what you're capable of, and you get to know who you are and what you're capable of, And from that, you, you create and you manifest. You have trust in your own capability to say yes and no
1: and there there we're we're speaking at a relatively high level about the what of mm-hmm. this way of living and mm-hmm. in the book i want to point to the book the mastery of self you actually have a fair amount of how in there you know you we you talk very specifically about some of the pieces like forgiveness some of the pieces mm-hmm. about getting from this notion of domestication and attachment to a place where you can actually look at what you want to create and and where you can see yourself as you are mm-hmm. um We've, we've got just about another minute or two before the next break, but I wonder if you'd speak for a moment to uh, especially the triggers. You know, in this election season, in this contentious time uh, and conflictual time worldwide, it strikes me that we're all feeling and exposed to triggers moment by moment. Oh, yeah. What advice or tips do you have for us?
0: Understand what triggers you is because that's what you want to be triggered. You know, for example, if you, if you don't want, if you become accept the truth that I take things personally, you accept the truth. You, it's, it's like a, like a drug addict or alcoholic that accepts the truth. Hello, my name is so-and-so. <laughs> my name is Don Miguel Rich Jr., and I do take things personally. I accept the truth of who I am. I stop pretending to be something I'm not. But then I become aware of there's a way to not take things personal, and I understand that intellectually. But the only way I'm able to understand it is in that moment where I have the choice. So I log on to Facebook, someone posts a comment, a political comment, in an election season, and I have a choice. If I want to react to it, then I react to it because that's what I want to do. But if I don't want to react to it, and here's a book that tells me how not to, then not reacting to it is also a choice I have. I'm free to say yes to either one. And to become aware of the triggers is to be completely honest with yourself. What triggers me to take things personally? What triggers me to get angry and, and, and have that emotional reaction? In a political season, what triggers me to get mad at people? And when you become honest with yourself and you know your triggers – One, you accept the truth of yourself. You stop pretending to be something you're not. And at the same time, you see, this is the consequence I want to get. You're free to say yes to either one. How do you want to live your life?
1: Such an important message and leads us all to freedom. And as you say, the mastery of self. The book is The Mastery of Self. When we come back, we'll have one more precious uh, segment with Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. More with Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. right after this on The Coaching Show. I can't
0: speak more highly about Progressive Medical Center and how they've helped me get my health back, get my energy back. And Dr. Ogoli, when I first came to you guys, you found a thyroid problem and I had no clue, but that's really common with a lot of your patients, right?
1: Underactive thyroid is the most missed diagnosed condition in the United States. According to the American Academy of Endocrinology, well over 25% of the population is not being diagnosed properly. It's because of the testing parameters. If you go to your traditional doctor, they could be missing a key component. If you have crushing fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, cold hands, cold feet, Losing hair, lack of concentration, even headaches and migraines could be caused by underactive thyroid. At Progressive Medical, we get to the root cause of the problem because we are integrative. And integrative medicine is good medicine. We use a combination of medication, natural supplements, diet, nutrition, lifestyle modification. And that's what makes it so unique because we tailor it to your personal needs. And that's interesting because you are tailored. Yes, and if you want to
0: get your energy back, (laughs) be the most vibrant version of yourself, you got to get to Progressive Medical Center. I'm so glad I went. Contact them today through ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444.